welcome back to another podcast episode. Hi, Jassy, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm tired. But at least tomorrow's Friday. At least for us, Friday for you listeners is yesterday. But we're really excited for it to be tomorrow already to get done with our work week. Yes. So why don't we start talking about some of the things we touched base on last episode. I know I recommended the song 11 Minutes to you. I don't know if you had listened to it before, but I was really obsessed with it last week. I know you sent it to me once on like a video, some performance they did like, I think it was like an acoustic performance. I never saw that video because I was busy and completely forgot after that. But they performed the song on the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Yes. And then I listened to the song there. And I know it wasn't the whole song, I believe. Yeah, it was kind of like a meddling thing. Yeah, she started with Without Me. I know that one. But I did listen to the song today <laughs> just to make sure, you know, that I did my homework. And I like it. I think I like the fact that Travis Barker is on the song, the uh, drummer from Blink-182. Yes, I really like that. And it's different to what I have listened, like the other Halsey stuff, and I haven't really listened to Youngblood, but it's a good song. I liked it. Well, obviously, you know, I've been a big Halsey fan for as long as you've known me, probably, and this reminds me a lot of, like, the Room 93 EP she released first before her first album. Like, that kind of, like, more emotional, entitled vibe to it. Um, like you, I had never listened to Youngblood before, but I kind of went down that Spotify rabbit hole and I listened to some of his other stuff. And I mean, it's not someone I would listen to every day, but he has some really cool songs that, I don't know, they're worth a listen. He, he has a very interesting vibe and I kind of like his look and stuff. So he's cool. And I think him and Halsey work very well together. I don't know, there's rumors going around that maybe they're dating too. Don't know. I don't know about that. The only thing I know about Youngblood before this song was that um, I have this girl on Twitter. And she's a really big fan of his. And he came here, did a concert, and met a few fans after the show. And they exchanged uh jackets that day that's really cool yeah that's the only thing i know about him he seems like that kind of guy like he seems really down to earth and cool kind of like halsey yeah so i'm really glad you like the song you should definitely check out some of his other stuff i think you'll find a song or two that you may like but i also want to talk about some of the things that were released this week this week i must admit i've been a terrible fangirl I need to make that confession. I don't think I've listened to any of these songs that are on our new release list. I feel so ashamed. I listen to them because you know, on Fridays I have this, uh, it's kind of like a ritual at this point. I go to the new releases uh, section in Spotify mm -hmm. and I go through like all the releases that are shown there um, that I think they're kind of based on what I listen to or at least like the most popular stuff. I don't know how that's arranged, but anyway, I go through that section and I look to see if there's any artists that I know 
or any titles that kind of like look like something that is going to be interesting for me. And that's why I listen to all the things that are here. Plus, I was waiting for the Lovely Band song. I know. We were so excited about it. I feel so bad that I haven't listened to it yet. And I wanted to listen to it before we started recording, but I just got sidetracked with other things. And we kind of spent like 20 minutes talking about stuff that wasn't uh, podcast related and we didn't start right away. Some of it was. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, we didn't hit record until you know you said let's start it. yeah but that usually happens we get sidetracked when we don't talk a lot during the day but i promise that after we finish recording i'll listen to these things and if i have any favorites i'll put them in next week's recommendation but i did listen to the simple creature's strange love ep not to detail but i did listen to it um the day it came out which was last friday while i was showering and i like it it's in my list of songs on spotify i probably keep listening to it just need to find time to like sit down and really like let it all sink in um you mentioned the lovely band song what's your intake on that well on the simple creatures ep strange love i listened to it today um fully because i only listened to like three songs on friday uh but it kind of like most of the EP, except for Drug, reminds me of the last um, album All Time Low released. For the Lovely Events song, that is actually not their song. It's uh, Dylan Francis, and it's featuring by Lovely Events. I like the song. It, it sounds different to what their debut album is, and it's a good song. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but it's a good song. You should listen to it already. <laughs> no pressure. I will. I promise. I will. I just like need to like focus, and my mind has not been focused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, very aggressive. <laughs> I was like a mental note, like mind get your shits together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I realized on Friday while going through um the new releases that Billie Eilish um released her album on Friday. I've heard so many people talk about it. I didn't even know. This is uh, my thing was I didn't really saw anything on social media about that release, and I don't listen to her stuff. Like I have never listened to her stuff until Friday. That I was like, huh, let me see what's all the fuss about with her. And I have to say, I liked it. She's worth the hype. Yeah, yeah. At least for me, like I listened to this song called "Bad Guy." That's like the second track on the album, and I was like, mm, it's good. Um, I need to keep listening because it wasn't like great for me. And then I listened to this song "I Love You," and I was like, oh my god. Okay, yes, because. You know, you would think that it's something like sunshine, sunshines and rainbow. Ugh, sunshines and rainbows. When you say I love you, but her vibe, like the whole album, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of dark. That's it. I'll have to give it a good lesson then. Another 
new release and this one I did listen to a small snippet on Instagram it's the Alejandro Sanz and Camila Cabello mi persona favorita song from the snippet it's a collab that really works from what I can tell I did listen to it and I, it's another song I don't know like the best way to describe the song. It's just a classic Alejandro Sanz song. But for me, that's it. And it's great to be able to hear Camila singing like that in Spanish. And I saw her pose before listening to the song. So it was kind of like, I had this feeling, right? Like, oh my God, she's singing with this like big Latin pop star and all that. But like the song itself, it's not something I would listen to. Yeah, I'm not a huge Alejandro Sanz fan. Like I, I like some of his stuff, but not like hardcore fan. Um, Camila's songs, I do like. I went to her concert in October here in Puerto Rico. She's really cool. And I think my favorite part is that she sings in Spanish. I'm going to have to give the full song a listen, just not a snippet to really have like a full feel on the entire song and the collaboration of them too. Yeah, I love when she sings in Spanish to the point that the uh, remix of Havana with Daddy Yankee is my favorite version of the song. Yes, that's the best version i was half expecting her to bring out daddy yankee during her concert here and sing it in spanish and it didn't happen it was like opportunity wasted you were expecting too much i'm sorry i was at least expecting her to like sing it in spanish i want it because that's my favorite version and remix of the song well singing the song in spanish I would have expected that if I went to that concert, you know? But bringing Daddy Yankee on stage to sing the song with her, I don't think she has that pull yet. I don't know. Like, she could have. She was donating half the proceeds of the concert. Like, it could have been that big. Could have done so much better. But in the end, not even the just singing in Spanish thing happened. I mean, it was a great performance, a great end to the show, but I just like to want it more. <laughs> That's just me. And another release on Friday. On Friday, a lot of things were released. Music-wise, on TV shows, um, I don't know if movies, but at least TV shows and music, there were a lot of releases. And one that I know you don't watch the show, but I was I was really really waiting for it was the uh, second season for on my blog. It's a Netflix show, and I really wanted to know what the hell was gonna happen after season one. There was a shooting at the end of the of that season, so and two people got shot like from the main character, so. I really wanted to see, like, who the hell was gonna die, <laughs> right? And I saw that the show made me cry. I don't know if it was because I was already too emotional because I catch up on all the Grey's Anatomy episodes I had still on my watching list. Um, and then I watched that. So I don't know if it was that or that the show was really that emotional. I mean, they touch on topics like the PTSD after an event like that. And it's the show, it's kind of like a drama and comedy too. Like it has, you know, some funny 
bits and all that i know you don't watch it i know you don't like it i've tried it i just i don't think i got past the first episode it just never like grabbed me but it sounds like an intense show and i know you've been really excited about it so kudos for that <laughs> yeah it's really easy to watch because it's like some of the episodes are not even 30 minutes long and this season only has 10 episodes so in like four hours i was done with the season and because i'm like that i'm gonna sit i'm gonna watch the whole thing and then i'm gonna move on to something else and it was really good it was i mean yeah it was really good it made me cry so that's something well i cry over everything but anyway it was good <laughs> that's all i want to say i love though i cry over everything <laughs> that's so me <sighs> but the show I've been trying to finish, it was recently released maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I'm not entirely sure. It's the OA. It's a series I did not even expect the second season from. It's really good. I don't know how to explain it. If anyone has watched this show, please tell me how do you explain to other people what this show is about because I can never find the word. It's just really confusing. I don't think it's your type of show, but I'm really into it. I think I'm two episodes left from finishing season two. I have heard of it, but yeah, I think I read the description and I was like, nope, this is not for me. Yeah, it's definitely, I don't think it's your type of show, but I, I'm, I'm really into it. I like it a lot. So this week, I think it was yesterday, I had the idea of a topic and you know, I sent you a really excited message about it and I thought... Why don't we delve into the biggest fangirl topic to date? And I'm not talking about any fandoms, any specific artists. I'm just talking about the community and the insane concept that is fan fiction. Yep, I know you were excited. Yeah, because I know you read a lot of fan fiction. Oh, you had in the past. I used to read a lot of fan fiction. I think there's still a few that I kind of read. Um, If they're still releasing a chapter once in a blue moon, I've also delved in my own writing. But I think it's an interesting topic we can talk about. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah we're talking about it you said uh oh let's talk about fan fiction this week and uh, i really wanted to talk about Grey's anatomy because i catch up with the season uh but then you said no let's leave that because we don't want to give spoilers i was like yeah fan fiction i have read a lot of fan fiction i don't read any fan fiction currently like if i read something it's when you post and I'm still waiting, so... Anyways! <laughs> <laughs> like, totally sidetracking the topic. <laughs> I'll get to it someday, maybe, somewhat. Anyways, fan fiction! So, yeah, I know you wanted to talk about Grey's Anatomy, and I do too, but I think that's, like, an entire episode we need to dedicate to it. There's a lot of aspects to it, and a lot of spoilers that could go in it. And I don't want to, like, spoil it for anyone, especially this new season that's currently running because it's intense, man. It's really intense. But in terms of fan fiction, why don't we start things a little slow? And for those of you who don't know, fan fiction is basically fiction that is written by a fan. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no kidding. No kidding. You couldn't get that from the name. But yeah, basically, it's just stories that you can find written by fans, and they feature characters from bands, TV shows, movies, books, etc. And it's just this characters put into other situations and interacting with each other in a way that they're in their original form they don't. So it's just like this whole world of imagination and a million possibilities, but with characters that might be a little familiar to you and. In my general opinion, I'm very on the fence about fan fiction because I've read some really good fan fiction and I've read some really bad fan fiction, and not just bad as in it's bad writing, bad grammar, it doesn't make sense. But sometimes it touches topics and it delves into like these little scenarios that I'm like, nope. I'm not into this. I think this is wrong. Why are you talking about this? And why are you 14? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, there's a lot of fan fiction like that. Um, I know you're like picky when it comes to fan fiction and what you're reading and all that. To be honest, um, my expectations when it comes to fan fiction are really low. And even like that, sometimes I come across some fan fiction stories that I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, nope, I'm not reading this. Nope, nope, nope. And it's usually the, and I have to say, I'm going to describe a pretty common, um, storyline on fan fictions about One Direction um and I did read a, a fanfic like that and it's this whole storyline about like your parents you one day you wake up you go downstairs to have breakfast and your parents tell you that uh One Direction like you're gonna live with One Direction or something like that and the main character is like 14 like it's really stupid and I didn't specifically read one like that, but it was around being 14 and getting kidnapped What? by two dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like she was gonna get kidnapped and she ran and she got into this house. And then it was, oh, who could it be? Harry Styles' house and all the 1D guys were there and it got really twisted. I don't even know why I continue reading that um, fanfic because it really, ugh, it was like, I don't know what the hell happened, to be honest with you. I don't know what the hell happened to me. I have talked about it with you. It was called like, save me please. And then there was a sequel that was save them please because she was, uh, I'm not gonna talk about that. Anyway, she had two kids and they were all kidnapped. It was a whole That's mess, insane. but I kept reading. So with that, I can tell you my expectations are really low when it comes to fanfics. But I have read a lot of, well, not like a lot, a lot, but a handful of uh, fanfics that are really good. And I know we're going to talk about like our favorite fanfics later, but You know, it, it really depends on what do you want to read. And you just need to go through like that description of the fanfic to know, okay, is this something that I would like? Or is this really fucked up? And that's why I personally like short stories or imagines 
better than fanfics because with a short story, okay, I'm going to read a few pages and that's it. But with the fanfic, it's it's a whole commitment. Yeah, definitely. It's a whole commitment. Like you, I think I prefer short stories and imagines more to fan fiction if I'm going to go into this world of fan fiction instead of reading an actual book or story on Wattpad. <laughs> but yeah, I think what you said about me and fan fiction is true. I'm a little picky, but I write and I read a lot of books so maybe my taste is a little more elevated but sometimes you just need to like it's like with guys you need to like date some bad ones to get to the good ones well you need to read a few bad ones to get to the good things you know what I'm saying yeah so that means my expectations for guys are really low too because I have read some trashy fan fiction I, I think that's a topic oh for not the fanfic <laughs> that's a whole nother story i wouldn't say that your you know your expectations are low but yeah not a topic for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's a completely different podcast not this one that's that's a different story not a fan fiction one this is a real life one (laughs) but i think um just like us, I think the general public's opinion on fanfics are the same. I mean, it's like I said, it's a big community. And like if you go on Tumblr and Wattpad and at one point um, fanfiction.net, I don't know if fanfiction.net still exists. I, I never used it personally, but it's a big community and you have your favorite authors and people would get kicked out of these communities or like banned or shamed for being in them depending on what they were writing and if they were committing any copyright it's a big issue so i think even though for some people they just expect fanfics to be cheesy and trashy and just generally not entirely bad but not amazing either people are kind of like in that fence it's like you can find good stuff and you can find some some bad stuff and there's some like other escalated issues that take place like we'll talk about that later on when we mention like specific examples because there's one that we're going to talk about that it escalated to that level and it's one I didn't even know was a fan section to begin with it really surprised me before we started and I went down the rabbit hole and got all the juicy details for everyone including you (laughs) yeah because I didn't know about it um I think general the general opinion about it too it's uh, when it comes you know because you have like the general opinion of there's different levels you have the fandom not everyone in the fandom uh reads uh fan fiction there are some people even in the fandom that are against it but when it comes to like the general public like people outside the fandom they they really just they don't like it and they bash the fanfics and and all that have to do with it just because it's about or based on you know a specific thing that is already out there like oh there's a fan fiction about a book and they just bash that because oh you're just what writing a story about a story that is already out there and not only that there's another section like another portion of the general public that has no idea what the hell a fanfic is i even asked today to some of my friends like hey do you know what fan fan fiction is and what are your thoughts about it and I had to explain to two of them what fan fiction was because 
they didn't know. I think that happens a lot. I mean, if you're not a part of the community and you're not big into a fandom, you wouldn't know about what a fan fiction is. And like you said, some people get upset that these stories make it to be actual books or even movies because that's the case in all the examples that we're going to talk about today. But it just, it happens because people pick up on it. And I think there was a time where agents were on these websites looking for more. And I know websites like Wattpad now even have options where authors can get paid for the writing they're doing and what they're, the reads they're obtaining. Because it's bigger than you may imagine it is. And if you're not a part of it, you wouldn't even know. So when are you getting your cut? from that i mean you need to get paid hello i would love to but i, I haven't set up my account and i don't think people care anymore about my work <laughs> i don't have time for it it's it's been so long i i want that I'm, i know i'm gonna mention that fanfic later but i want your uh fanfic the one that is completed yeah i want that to be turned into a movie uh, i don't know if i want that turned into a movie I'm, we'll talk about it later on it's really good don't be like that don't be negative it's good i like it, it. i love blush. it yeah but i don't want to be known as the girl that writes fanfic i have other works done <laughs> but anyways um the main reason i think i wanted to talk about fan fiction is not only because it's bigger than what people imagine and people don't know about it unless you're like really into a fandom is that in my opinion it has pros and cons and not only pros and cons for the fandom or the people it affects but sometimes it will even affect authors because sometimes work based on other books will become your competition as a book Later on, it could happen. But I think the biggest pro and why I support fan fiction, even if there's some shitty fan fiction out there, is I've always, you know, as a writer myself, even if I'm not a published author, I believe that writing is a coping mechanism and this big thing that could help people express their own creativity in any way. So I wouldn't want anyone that feels creative even by reading something or because they imagine the story with their favorite singer or something that they should be like tied down and not express their creativity in some way. So I think that's something that as fucked up as fan fiction can get. I like that aspect of it. It's people expressing their creativity in their own way and how they view things and imagine things. Um, also the sense of community, which I've mentioned a lot. <laughs> I need to stop myself from saying community so much. And the other thing is that we also mentioned it is that it could actually get you published. If your work is good enough and people read it enough and share it enough, it could get picked up by an agent and it could bring you great opportunities like publishing a book or a TV series or a movie. And that is the case not only with fan fiction, but also with stories published on Wattpad in general. I know a lot of people start writing there and then they take them down because their story was picked up and they just do a little editing and it becomes an actual book. And I think that's really cool about 
places like Wattpad that they become this gateway to something better and expression of and celebration of creativity because they even have the their own awards within the platform. Yeah, I think I saw that one. It's been a while. To be honest, it's been a while. At one point, I was only using Wattpad because you were updating the fanfic. And that was the only thing that I was reading. And now the app is on my phone, but I don't use it. But I, I think I saw once the whole thing about the award. Um, I think the pros about fan fiction, I agree with you. And not only that, it's the whole thing, you know, maybe you start writing a fan fiction and you think like, oh, I'm just doing this for fun. And then you realize, oh, there's people out there who actually like what I'm writing. And maybe they discover that they like writing and they convert that hobby into this maybe, you know, stress relief, coping mechanism, like you said, or even a profession. Definitely. Um, but unfortunately, like everything in life, it also has things that are a little bit negative and some of the cons which I think I've mentioned some of them too one it affects authors because sometimes there's copyright stuff in there and it even if you get published later on that could still affect your image and it affects authors of the work that it was actually published and you kind of like took some of it and created it into your own there's defamation that happens because sometimes you're talking about actual people because there's a lot like you said fan fiction about one direction and even the example you mentioned one direction practically kidnapped someone or whatever and I know there's other ones that have incest and rape situations it's insane and this just promotes these toxic messages about people that essentially you consider to be your favorite something which is that's why I'm mostly on the fence about these and I know I know I've read bad ones that I even now I go like, why did you read them entirely? But sometimes you get so into them, you don't even notice until you're done. And then you go like, oh, this crossed so many boundaries. Like so many. Yeah, that's what happened to me with that fanfic that I was telling you about. And the thing that I saw in the uh, One Direction fandom with fan fiction. Well, it doesn't happen anymore. I don't even know like if the fandom is still active, to be honest. But um, I did see a lot of um negative and toxic fanfics out there, and the good ones weren't the ones that were popular because, like everything, apparently the bad stuff gets talked about more than the good stuff and there were some pretty fucked up stories about one direction and it was fan fiction but it crossed so many lines and it got into like uh bandmates relationships and like even stuff with like uh family members and friends it was just so toxic that at one point i stopped reading fan fiction like one direction fan fiction yeah i think i got really picky after you stumble into some that just it crosses lines and i think and i know some of the girls that used to write this used to be really young 
but it just really makes you think like this is really what you think it's like to meet your favorite this is what you want happening to you this, these are not like good fantasies to have exactly you brought a great point like how the hell you're like 13 or 14 and you're writing about this like stuff that you shouldn't even be talking about like you know so many fuck i i don't even want to mention the situations but so many fucked up situations on these fan fiction that like it was just insane there was one that it made me i'm not gonna talk on detail about it but there was one specifically that just made me feel so nasty and nauseous just reading about it online i didn't read the what it was like i didn't read the story but reading about it because it became news like media outlets were talking about it it was to that point and it was just so nasty so oh it was awful and the band got involved and it got taken down but i think the girl was like 13 years old the fact that you at that age you're you're writing about stuff like that like that's really fucked up like what are you reading what are you seeing online what are you searching for that you know details and that your mind is so twisted to write stuff like that exactly and sometimes i don't even know what's worse to see 13 year olds writing this stuff or seeing adult married women writing this stuff like it's it's insane and i think that this is a good segue to go into after by anna todd and i, I don't personally know anna todd um, but I did stumble into her fan fiction on Wattpad and I did read all three books while they were still just fan fictions. And I know since then they've been published into books and I think there's prequels and there's a movie coming out. I so, so many strong opinions. And at one point I didn't even understand how bad this was. It's a really toxic story and it you don't think the extent it could get it could damage a person's image because you're using their name it's a real person there's a harry styles fanfic where all of the rest of the guys of one d come out and it's just basically about a toxic relationship that gets glorified and there's sexual abuse and physical abuse verbal abuse drugs alcohol and it's a grown woman writing this to a public that was in their tweens and you're like is that the message you want those girls to think that this is the kind of relationship they could get into and they should be okay with just because it's a guy like harry styles doing it that once i got that concept through my head obviously i was a little older when i read this once i came to that realization i was like this is really fucked up it really is. Yeah, I started reading that fanfic and I had to stop because I kept thinking, how how the hell can you write about this and glorify a toxic relationship when there are people, I'm not going to say women because it's men and women, they go through these situations in their real life. Like it happens every day. 
and it's not pretty, it's not romantic, like it's really fucked up and you're putting this story out there about this toxic relationship and you're showing this to like teens or tweens, you know, like really young girls, you're just, what are you, <laughs> what's your message? With that. Yeah, that that's the concept I don't understand. It's like what what did you want to achieve with it? Like you could have written an actually nice story because it could have been so much better. It could have been an actual relationship, an actual story. We don't want things to be like, oh, like butterflies and rainbows and there's books that are bad and they mention this sort of thing and it doesn't necessarily glorify them, but it shows you the reality like look shitty stuff happens not every relationship is like oh we'll meet we'll fall in love we're perfect for each other blah 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 happy ending but we also don't want to teach girls that you know they should just take it that oh just because he's a hot guy and girls and guys like just because it's a hot person the one that's doing this it's it makes it right and just I don't know. And about the movie, the other day I saw the trailer while I went to see Five Feet Apart and girls were swooning. And here I was like just cringing in my seat because I can't believe out of all the stories that have made it, I can't believe this one did. It just makes me angry. I, I saw a trailer online and before even the trailer came out, like when this story got published and I saw that they changed the names and all that I was like yeah like the names are yeah they're different but at the same time you can completely completely figure out which who it's about yeah yeah you can figure like out a terrible job whoever's the editor like what the hell you did a terrible job you change Harry Styles name to Harden what the fuck is that name anyway? And, I know, then, and that's not even it. It's like Zane is said, Louis is Logan, Nile is Nate, Liam is Landon. Yeah. And you can even do a good job at covering up the fact that this is Harry Styles, that he has a tattoo in the same place where he has the butterfly tattoo. Oh, but you know, nobody will know it's freaking Harry Styles if it's a tray. <laughs> um, I read in this website that they had to change, of course, like because of uh, concerns about copyright and all, they had to change some stuff, not, not only the names, and they changed the uh, butterfly tattoo that Harry has on his stomach to a three because of copyright. And I was like, oh, gee, what? Uh, what like a tree like what the hell and the whole thing was because oh do you know a 20 year old that has a, a butterfly tattoo on his stomach like you know another one that has one that is not harry styles a 20 year old with a tattoo on his stomach that has an accent because even the guy casted has an accent there's so many cringe worthy aspects i mean I don't want to sound like a hypocrite from now. I'll probably watch the movie. I won't pay for it in the movie theater, but I'll most likely watch the movie because I feel like I need to see this whole story through. I need to know what else they changed. If maybe I'll be like, huh, 
I didn't read the books once they were published. I read the fan fiction, so I don't know what else changed in the books. So I know some of this changes already happened in the books, and other things are being changed because it's being made into an actual movie. But I don't know. It's let us know in our Instagram if you guys have read the fan fiction, read the books, or if you're going to plan to watch the movie, or if you had never in your life heard about Anna Todd and her stories after. Because I really want to know what other people think about this situation. I know you and me, I, you know I've read it, but I know you and me are kind of like on the same page on our opinions towards it. I've read the entire story, you didn't, but... I want to know what other people think too. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure if whoever is listening is or was a One Direction stan, uh, known as a directioner, if you were deep in, not even that deep, if you were in the fandom, you definitely know about this because it was huge. It was so huge that for me it was stupid. At one point, I was like, "Oh my god, I hate." the fact that everyone is reading this when i started reading was because like i wanted to know what the hype was all about and i was like i hate the fact that everyone is into this so if you are or you are a directioner you definitely know about after yes and i'm gonna mention and when once i talk about my favorite fan fictions there is another harry styles one that it's way better than after But I will admit, it's not the perfect story. It could be considered toxic as well. But I think it's done right in a way that you could be like, this is a story. It represents something that happens. And I'm okay with it because there's actual character development. And if you feel you can do alternate universe right and you could do them wrong. Like you could feel like, oh, this guy is called Harry Styles and he looks like Harry Styles. But he's not Harry Styles. And it's that distinction that you can't do when writing a story. And I know that depends on authors and stuff. But I don't know. I really want to hear what other people have to say. And another really famous fan fiction that became a lot more. And I know this one's really mainstream. And off the bat, I want to say I've never read the books. I've never watched the movies. So I don't have a lot of strong opinions like with actor. But it's Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. This is a story that began as a Twilight fan fiction series called The Master of the Universe. Um, it is a book I wanted to read at one point. I was still in college, maybe third year in college, when all of my college friends were reading this book and they were all hyping it up. And we used to exchange books a lot. And I know a girl told me, oh, I want to lend it to you after I'm done. What's really cool about it is that it used to be a Twilight fan fiction. And that's where it all died for me. I could not. I was like, if I read this, I'm just going to think of Edward and Bella and it's ruined. And I read all the Twilight books and I watched all the movies. So, yeah, I right off the bat, I've never read the books, never watched the films. But I do know that this was a fan fiction that became a lot more. And I, it's mainstream thing. It's. It really is. I didn't even know it was based on a fan fiction. <laughs> it's insane. I don't think a lot of people do. And when I mention it to people, they go like, what? And I go like, yeah, yeah, she's Bella and he's Edward. And then they go back and they start thinking and they go like, 
oh, it makes so much sense. <laughs> I, I didn't know about this until today because I know you wanted to talk about fan fictions and you put on the list, fan fictions turn to more. And I'm like, okay, let me search for this on Google. And I went to Google and I was like, um, like fan fictions. I think I wrote like fan fictions turn to movies or something like that. And I saw Fifty Shades of Grey on the list. And I'm like, what? And then I kept just like looking for information about it. And when I saw the whole Twilight thing, I was like, what the hell is this? Why didn't I know about this? And I did watch all the Twilight movies. I read the first book and I was like, nope, I really can't deal with Bella. Not even in the movies, actually. Uh, but, you know, I don't see it. You're telling me like, oh, it makes so much sense. I don't see it at all. I don't know. Maybe it's because people have explained it to me from the books and stuff, especially about the first book that I see it. But I mean, maybe someday I'll maybe not read the books, but maybe watch the film. Once, the, you know, all the hype is done, I think all the movies were already released. I only watched the first one, so I don't know. Maybe that's a good time to like sit down and watch them all. I'm not sure. I've been really hesitant about these because of that. Once you know it's a fan fiction, it's really hard to detach yourself from it being fan fiction and imagining other characters into these new characters. I mean, it happens the same way. If you read a book when you go watch a movie, it's really hard to detach yourself from the book or vice versa. It happens. Yes, I know about that a lot. <laughs> it happens to us really addicted to books. But um, another one that this one I did not know about at all. It's the Mortal Instrument series. Um, I know you said you never read the books. You did watch the movie. Is that what you said? No, I haven't read the books. Didn't watch the movie. The only thing that I know about that movie is that there's a song called Heart by Heart, something like that. And it's by Demi. That's it. I don't know anything. Else. Super cool. Well, this is basically a supernatural kind of story. It takes place in this world, and there's people, and there's a down world, and there's mundanes, and all this stuff. And I haven't read the entire series by Cassandra Clare. I think I read the original trilogy because when I started reading them, it was just going to be a trilogy. And I don't even know how many books have come out now. And I know there's a movie and there's a freeform series that's coming to an end called Shadowhunters that's all happening. But I didn't know it was a fan fiction. And to my surprise, because I went down the rabbit hole once I saw it in the list you made, it's that it's a Harry Potter fan fiction, which blew my mind. What? Yeah, it's a Harry Potter fan fiction. The original name of this fan fiction was the Draco Trilogy. And basically one of the main characters, his name is Jace. He's based on Draco. But what I mostly what I wanted to talk about this one in particular is that this is something I already knew. This author has been accused of plagiarism a lot. I know that's a big issue. I was still in college. I had read the first few books. And I know this was an issue that was happening a lot. Like she was going through some issues because people were accusing her of plagiarism. And apparently her the fanfic she wrote for fanfiction.net called the Draco Trilogy was 
not only based on Harry Potter, but it had like snippets and things from other books like Buffy the Vampire and all these things. And apparently she quoted them word for word in her, and I quote, original work. And I know this also had a lot of influence about why I stopped reading the books. I can lose credibility on authors a lot. And I know it, there's no way that an idea can be 100% unique. There's so many things out there. It's impossible for someone not to have thought about it too. But when you plagiarize someone else's work, word by word and stuff, that's just doing people dirty. And I know it's just what it really surprised me to realized that it was a Harry Potter fan fiction and it's like Draco and Genie and as I went down a rabbit hole and I still have it here because I want to keep reading like there are a lot of things that started making sense as I was reading this stuff it was insane and you probably blew my mind with this and it only took a simple google search for it but it's insane and I'm still watching the series because it's still ongoing I don't know how many episodes are left it's gonna be so hard not to think about the fact that he's based on Draco now Ugh, I don't even know I know nothing about those movies well that movie and the books and all that uh like I mentioned before I only know a song from the soundtrack but I just want to say Really? So it was a fan fiction, a Harry Potter fan fiction. That's what stated, but she took stuff from other books. So it was what? <laughs> Crossovers meet fan fiction? Apparently, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't know about this. I know there was some like plagiarism things. Now I know that it goes a lot more than that. From what I was reading, I want to do more research for myself, but I know that people were really angry at her while she was still like a fanfic writer and she got kicked out of the platform. She was banned. People were angry. Then it became books and people kept talking about it and where it came from. And they say that like we talked before, fan fictions are not perfect. They're not actual books that they don't go through editors. Usually it's just you yourself in your house writing and publishing so it had like a lot of like holes in the story, no character development, a lot of issues with it. But it's, it really surprised me. Harry Potter, that blew my mind. I didn't see that coming. Later on, as I kept reading, like some things made sense. Others still don't make sense to me. Like now I want to tie characters to other characters, even though they have different names. For one, we know that they did a good job changing names because Draco, Jay's. You know, not like Harden, Harry, <laughs> throwing that jab in there. <laughs> but it's insane. And I, you, I wonder how many others. I was doing a quick research, and these are some honorable mentions I don't know anything about. Um, I saw that there's a book called Point Pleasant by Jen Archer Wood. It's based on CW Supernatural, which is a really famous series. And I know a lot of people write fan fiction from... Quick side note on that. Um, Supernatural got canceled. Yeah, it's finally coming to an end so I can finally sit down and watch all, like, what, 14 seasons? Uh, I think... Yeah, I think they're uh, filming... It's gonna be 14 seasons. I think they're filming another season, like uh, season 15, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, but series have to come to an end at some point. I mean, I haven't watched Supernatural no. to its entirety. Yes, Grey's Anatomy can't end. No, that one needs to keep going, and I need to see Sola going to 
college and being a surgeon too. Yeah, then that, then we want to watch this, this series of their kids and their kids' kids and <laughs> yeah. their kids, 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 kids. And yeah, but anyways, um, I, I, I'm looking forward now to sitting down and watching Supernatural in its entirety because I've watched a lot of episodes here and there all like spread out entire seasons but like I'll watch season three and then have not watched season one that's my relationship with Supernatural um, but I'm excited now that it's coming to an end to be like okay I can sit down and watch it and not be like I'll be tied down to this like Grace Anatomy for 20 more seasons <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but last fan fiction turned book that I wanted to mention, book and movie, because I know this also was made into a movie. It's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I don't know if I have you had heard about that one. I know I saw it a lot on Borders and like Barnes and Nobles, like R.I.P. Borders. I think it's on Hulu. I haven't watched the movie, but I, I, I did see the book a lot. And obviously, as the title says, it's like based kind of like in Pride and Prejudice this classic story that I know nothing about. Have you watched the movie? Nope. Moving on. <laughs> just, just moving on. I, I've I read the book. I've listened to the audiobook. It's on, it's on Spotify. You can listen to it. And the movie I've watched like a million times. Does that mean that you scroll through Facebook and you see Mr. Darcy jokes and you don't get them? I don't even know who you're talking about. <sighs> Why are you my best friend? <laughs> So no, it's not. Um, production is telling me it's not on Hulu. Oh, protection as in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we were talking about Twilight. Twilight is on Hulu. <laughs> not that we want to watch Twilight right now. Yeah. So I think to end this whole fan fiction topic that I think we were both really worried that we wouldn't have enough to talk about. But I think we did a really good job at ranting. Um, we've been at it for an hour, a little more than that. I think it's time to wrap up fan fictions by talking about some of our favorite fan fictions. Like we said, we've read them, we've loved them, we've hated them. I've delved a little into writing Imagines and some fan fiction. So, Jesse, why don't you tell me some of your favorite fan fiction? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I hit myself with the doorknob. Ouch. Stop hitting yourself. You're gonna be all black and blue by the end of the week. Yeah, this week has been insane. Anyway, um, some of my favorite fanfic are um actually no they're not I, I was gonna say mainly one direction fanfics and I picked only one that has to do with with one direction. So there's this um same Malik fanfic. So it's One Direction, but Zane is the main character. Called Misconceptions, and it's on Wattpad, and it's by uh, the user Bell Watson. And I read this back in the day, like in, what, 2012? And I said back in the day, like I was going to say in the 90s. Uh, but um, yeah, on 2012, 2013. And it's really, it's really good. It's well-written. Well, I don't remember much, but it's about this girl who is a writer called Mila. And she means um, Zane. She's not a fan of One Direction. Oh, yeah. Cliche. Anyway, but it's really good. Like, it, it has a good story. It's well-written. And I really liked it. And there's another one by the same 
um by the same writer called little bird but it's uh it's sharon's story and it's actually like a short story that she did and she made me fall in love with ed all over again and i know it's a fan fiction but he was just like so sweet and they get married in, in the fanfic and it got to a point that when he got engaged and, and all that when we knew that he was married i kept thinking about this fanfic because what i was seeing about his relationship and this fan fiction like it was similar so yeah maybe maybe read it too <laughs> no i'm kidding but it was really good and to finish with my choices so you can go ahead and talk about yours um i love i'm in love with a story called <laughs> a simple mistake by the one and only nachi and it's on ypad too and it's a faisal story the main character is ashton and it's amazing and it has so many things we have like inside jokes about it like be wanna be and yeah it's really good it's well written you know about it because you wrote it and yeah i just love it like every chapter made me tear up like all the time i was like oh my god you make me cry and i'm the kind of person if i'm watching something and i know one of my besties are watching the same or if it's the work of one of my besties I'm going to give feedback while I'm reading or or watching whatever it is. So, yeah, Nachi got a lot of messages from me like, "Oh my god, we have a support group." Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, our group chat started like that because of the fanfic. Our group chat is still called because of the fanfic. Yeah. Yeah, it's still. I think it was at the beginning it was like ASM obsession or something like that and then it was changed to something else. But it's still still because of the fanfic. And we would talk about it with you there. It was Oma, you and me, and we would talk about it's it. So weird. It's still so weird. I feel so weird right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the time I would be like, "Why did you leave that there? I need the next chapter now." Um and then I know you moved on to okay for all the listeners out there please oh god let's do something a twitter campaign or something to get Nachi <laughs> to write the rest of the stories because she said she was going to write a story for each member and it was going to be like featuring like oh, not featuring but like uh tying up like it, it would have to be like in the same universe as a simple mistake And I'm still waiting because she started writing the Luke story and I think I'm like four chapters. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting and here I am, a Callum girl asking for you to finish because you said the Callum story was the last one. But I said I given you some Callum stuff. I mean, okay, for those of you who are listening and are not part of all our inside jokes and all our conversations on WhatsApp, um simple mistake is about Ashton. It's a story I started writing and the only person that fit as the male character was Ashton. I started writing it in college and I got a little into the inside of a mind of a fanfic writer. Um I started writing it. I got positive feedback, showing it to my friends only and I was like fuck it, I'm going to publish it on Wattpad. It's not like people are going to read it. It's just for me, just for fun, a little writing to ease my mind whenever I want to. 
it's obviously turned into bigger than I thought. I did finish the Ashton one. I started a Luke one. Have concept for the Michael and Callum one. And I also started writing short stories within the same universe. And I think out of all of this, it's not even a simple mistake. My favorite thing, I think my favorite stories that have come out of this universe and my favorite aspects of this fanfic that I've written with five cells is the 2am confession short stories I have with Callum. Yes. They're my favorite thing. They're my favorite characters and ever. Um, they have a little inspiration on Sarah Dessen books and on just life and they have inside jokes and I think what's always kept these stories in the back of my mind like I want to finish them is because I want to keep developing that side story I started but yeah my friends are really excited about this Jossie being like my number one fan and Oma also shout out to Oma because I know you listen to us you're like one of the few people that does um, I know you guys love the story, and I hope someday, even if it's just for you guys, I'll finish them. I promise. I'll try. There's so much stuff in my laptop that is meant for these, but it's something that embarrasses me. Just talking about it for other people to listen to, I'm, like, blushing. It's insane. But I'm glad you guys like it. <laughs> um, but anyways, to talk about some of my favorite fanfics, um... I don't have a lot that have actually turned into favorites, um, but I do have one that's called The Lyric Project. It's by My Heart Mistake, and it's a Ed Sheeran fanfic. It's one of the first ones I started reading, and it took me a while to finish. I think I finished it 2017, so it took me a few years to really finish it. It's a really sad story to make a, like a short summary of it. Ed is, I think, engaged or married or about to get married, something like that, and his fiance slash wife slash girlfriend, I don't remember what they were at the beginning of the story, dies. And Ed's really sad. And later on in the story, he meets this photographer and they go on this journey and they start writing lyrics in different places around town. And they're places that remind him of her. And he also falls in love with this other girl. And I don't know, you go to the past and the present it's a really nice love story and it's really cool harry styles is in it because him and it are like best friends it's really cool and i really like it it made me cry a lot um another one that made me cry a lot um, i mean i'm a crier so another one is 715 this one is by five sauce whoop and if the name is not enough it's an ashton five sauce members fanfic um i don't remember a lot of the details about this and I think if I say any details I'll spoil it but basically it's another love story it's really sad I cry a lot but it's one of my favorite not just because it's Ashton I mean it's not excellently written but the plot moves along pretty well and it, I think I read it in a night it's insane and the longest fan fiction I've read in my life they're uh Harry Styles fan fictions these are the ones that I kind of like think they're kind of in the same line as after but like done better and I've read them before after and they're kind of still ongoing it's dark and it's sequel knockout it's by Han Roar I don't think Han Roar has a Wattpad account anymore but somebody else publishes for this user I think she publishes on Tumblr and it's a Harry style story basically it's an alternate universe harry is a boxer 
kind of like this toxic relationship where they're bad for each other, but in the end, they actually turned out to be exactly what they needed and they grow as people and stuff. The sequel is still kind of like rocky, but I've continued to read it. I reread it a few times too. I really, really like them. But yeah, I think there's another one. I didn't add it to the list, but I remembered it. It's called um, Catfished. It's a Michael Clifford fanfic. This one's really badly written, but I started reading it by accident and I continued to read it and I really liked it. Basically, it's a girl who tweets Michael, then Michael follows her and he keeps DMing her and they form this friendship and then they fall in love. But essentially, the girl was catfishing him. I don't know. I got really into the story and I finished it and didn't make it to my favorites, but it's another fan fiction I remembered and I kind of liked enjoyed reading so it's kind of like the sierra um oh, what's the movie called that movie with noah uh, the sierra burgess story yeah yeah kind of but kind of not if you know what i mean i don't know but okay let's continue <laughs> like they, she didn't use somebody else oh, like okay. in the movie to go on dates and pretend i haven't seen the movie seriously i haven't you said that it wasn't good Oman said that it wasn't good and i said i'm not gonna sit through like an hour and a half i thought you had watched it i didn't even like the trailer i mean i'm not i'm not shocked because I mean, it's not good, but I'm shocked because I, I, I could have sworn you had watched. No, I haven't. I watch uh, the kissing movie. Also bad. <laughs> well, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's bad. But what can you expect, right? So, shall we talk about some little pop culture news one on one tonight? Yes, please. Okay, so I kind of like want to go through these really quick because we have a listener requested story today and we are already at like one hour and 20 minutes into the podcast and I don't want this to be like extremely long and boring people. Just have your mind, when I start editing this and all the gaps and all of the things, you know, me trying to talk and failing That's what at you it. said last time and it went down like 15 minutes anyways. Some, some pop culture quick news um billboard music award nominations are out lovely the band has some nominations i'm really excited they have um top rock song something like that with broken and top rock artists yes i'm really excited i'm really proud of them you guys know we're a big lovely band fans um another news we talked about to all the boys sequel last week we're talking about them again russ butler was casted for the movie before we started recording i saw that some of the cast members from the first one were reuniting in set and i'm really really excited i don't think i need to talk about how much i love these books and movies again yeah let's let's not talk about that yeah let's not talk about it. and we're probably gonna talk about it later in another episode for sure especially when the movie comes out on netflix or when it has a release date like we're really excited and as news arise we'll probably keep talking about it another thing we'll probably keep talking about in the future is the umbrella academy because it's officially renewed for a second season i know we had mentioned before that they were already talking on things but now it's official and i'm really excited to see where the story goes it's official and I hope, I just hope that with that ending of the uh, season one, when they all turn into... 
Don't get spoilers. Well, but well, I mean, it's been weeks. I need to get this out of my head. But what if people haven't watched it yet? No, no, no spoilers. There's a cliffhanger at the end of season one, and I'm really excited to see what happens in season two. So no spoilers. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you have, DM us, and we'll like totally fangirl in the DMs of like Instagram or our Facebook or something. I need more um, five in my life. It's a great character. I need more clout in my life. But anyways, some other things. Avengers Endgame released a new trailer. I watched it a few times. I'm a big Avengers fan, and I'm really excited about this whole saga coming to an end and what's going to happen, especially after the last Avengers movie. And April is going to be like so sad for so many fans because another thing that's coming to an end, it's Game of Thrones. And I mean, I don't know why I said it so excitedly. I've never watched the series, but I know Marvel fans and Game of Thrones fans in my work office are like, suffering because april is going to be like so sad for them with all this mixed feelings going on and the premiere event was this week it was yesterday meaning wednesday yes and the start date on hbo is april 14th so if you're a fan you must be super excited um some other things happening netflix added new shows sisterhood of the traveling pants is on there please go on our instagram and tell Jassy to watch the movies please oh yeah i haven't watched those movies but i'm excited because they put uh back on netflix spike it the first one really excited about that also yeah ps i love you is on there um tomorrow as in friday april the 5th the chilling adventures of sabrina season two is coming out and i cannot tell you how excited i am i was very iffy about season one coming out i watched it i loved it and i'm really excited about season two especially after watching all the trailers i'll probably binge it this weekend and give you guys a mini review on it next week yeah and there's another series coming not this week but on april 15 the luis miguel series the season one is coming to netflix i know it was being aired on telemundo But I don't watch TV, and I really want to watch this, not only because it's about the life of an artist, but because the actor who plays Luis Miguel, I have been watching him since he was a little kid, because it's Diego Boneta. He was part of Scream Queens, I think it's called. Um, he was the main character on Rogue of Ages, and he was part of Rebelde. But his name wasn't uh, Diego Boneta at that point. He was going by his real name, Diego Gonzalez. Anyway, I'm not going to keep talking about that because I can talk about Rebelde all night. We'll be here another hour and a half talking about Rebelde and me just, like, just Jassy talking about Rebelde because I have nothing to add to that talk. <laughs> yeah. um, and last bit of pop culture news at midnight, the new Jonas Brothers song, Cool, is coming out. And I know last week we talked about last week was it or the week before that them being in miami and taking pictures and videos and stuff and apparently it all had to do with this new single coming out and we're really excited it'll probably make it to our next week's recommendations if people haven't listened to it yet oh, you know for sure that i'm gonna talk about it oh i know i know i know i know 
<laughs> so what I'm really excited about is that we have our first listener requested story. Yay! I'm really excited and this comes from one of your best friends and her name is Sarita. So hi Sarita. Hey Sarita, thank you so much for this. Yes, she wanted us to talk about more about how we became friends which is a really long story i know in the first episode we mentioned that we're coming up to five years of friendship but we didn't delve into how we became friends and i mean how we became friends is the most fangirl way of becoming friends we were both in college she studied in Mayagüez. i studied in san juan we didn't have any friends in common that we knew about that Like at that point. Yeah, at that point. And later on, we developed other friends in common. But at that point, we didn't have anyone in common. Um, I was friends with this girl in college. And she was really into fandoms. I, even though I was part of fandoms, I wasn't very into them. But she told me, look, there's going to be this big meetup in San Juan. And all the fandoms are going to come together. And whatever, you should be a part of it. I was like what the hell I should do it might as well it's my last year of college I should do something crazy and there was people that I had formed friendships with for so many years and had never met might as well be a part of this event it seems really cool and don't forget a detail a big detail on this you are the president of the Taylor Swift fan club in Puerto Rico. I did not want to say well, that. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> because, but yes. you know, say it loud and proud. I was part of the staff of the One Direction fan club there. So yes, I made t-shirts for this event. We made signs. And the way we became friends is that they told me, people were saying like, oh, we don't have a way to get from one side of the island to the other to come to this event, blah, blah, blah. We're too young. We don't have cars. Our parents won't take us. And I was like, damn, it would be really cool if we got a bus, but I wouldn't do it alone. Like it's a lot of responsibility. So my friend from college told me, look, You're from the west side of the island, naturally, even though you study in San Juan. There's this girl that's part of the staff of the 1D fandom that will probably be all up for this idea. Contact her. And I was like, I'm going to contact a complete stranger online. Isn't that like stranger danger? Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I was like, this is awkward, but... Dale, we'll just do this. So I contacted Jassy. I told her I'm at my idea. She was like, cool. And we didn't really talk much other than business. Yeah. Because you were studying. I was still studying. I was trying to like, you know, pass my last few classes because I was graduating. And we met up by the end of May at the movie theater, May 31st. And basically the end of May. Um, at a movie theater, we were getting people's money for the bus. We had all scheduled. We were like four days away from the big meetup. And that's the first time we met and we talked. There were other people there, but we talked a lot. She was still a closet Fasas fan people. She was like, oh no, I only know that 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 underwear song and you know that that guy Callum. <laughs> uh, Facebook keeps reminding me that 
I was posting about them like in March that same year. Yeah, but she she was like, oh, I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm definitely not a fan. Um, I saw a memory this week or last week. It was something like that when about the EP release for uh, She Looks So Perfect. And I was so excited about it. I got the EP on iTunes and everything, but I told you almost two months after that, that I... She downplayed so many yeah. things for me <laughs> in these few meetings. It was insane. I was a big Fivesos fan by then. I was still in the closet. Yeah, you were still in the closet about it. You were like, oh, I like Callum, and I know that underwear song. That's it. And I was like, oh, God, no, why? Um, but, I mean, I got a good impression. It was not awkward at all. Then we met up for the big meetup and the bus. And my friend was there. And we were kind of, like, becoming friends, sort of, but not really. We didn't – we barely talked during the event, like, just on the bus. And I know you told me you weren't a Taylor Swift fan also. Well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> I, I like to lie when I meet people. No, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was a directioner. It was a sensitive topic to talk about Taylor Swift around directioners. So I was like, I, I didn't feel comfortable saying, yeah, I like her music and all that. So I used to say, like, oh, no, I'm not a fan but I have been listening to her music since like 2008, 2009. Anyway, um, another point about this whole thing is we went to that event. We talked in the bus outside, like in the, in the event. We really didn't talk because I had these friends on the One Direction fan club. So I was talking to them and meeting them for the first time too because we were online friends. Yeah, this was a huge big deal i think they even published about it in a newspaper i believe so if i'm not mistaken like we took over el morro it was insane there were so many people i mean it was a really cool experience there were a lot of fandoms there yes and we all came together and we we're having so much fun i got really sunburned after the event we talked again like on the bus but after that day we really didn't talk until like September of that year. I don't even know how we started because I, I don't remember us talking. I know. Did we talk like on and off for a while? No, I do remember how we started talking. I remember that year was the year that I got the surgery. I know how we started, but I don't remember if we were like talking on and off before. We didn't talk like, like that. Like we didn't talk at all. I became friends with some other people that we met that day, but like I didn't talk at all. And I know we, like I always say we became friends on May 31st, but that's the day that we met. And we really didn't talk until September. And I remembered that it was because I was going through this like hell. It was hell. And I was having to like miss school, well, miss college because of it. And I was really frustrating. And of course, as a millennial with access to social media, I was complaining about it on Facebook. And you made a comment on my post, like asking me if I was okay and what was the whole thing. Oh my God, it's all coming back. <laughs> and yeah, and we moved that conversation to the Facebook Messenger. And we started talking and I can honestly say we haven't stopped. Yeah, from that day till now, like we have been talking 
every day, even if we only send like one message during the day. Like, hi, are you alive? Or if I don't talk, don't worry, I'm okay. Like we've talked every day since then, and it's been insane. We bonded over everything. I think we bonded over books because we had same favorite author. We bonded over artists we already knew that we were fans of, and fans we became, and all the artists we became fans of while being friends. We bonded over movies. We bonded over snacks, people, okay? Mostly she was, like, at home because of her health issues. And I was, like, in doctor's appointments with my mom because I was taking a gap year off college, like, after graduating before doing my master's. And my mom had her own health issues. And I was taking her to, like, her doctor's appointments and stuff. And I would be hungry all the time. I still am hungry all the time. And we would talk about Reese's early in the morning. Yeah, I do remember one time you were in like the, you were waiting for your mom outside like the physical therapy uh, facilities and you were telling me that you were hungry and you went to like a subway that was near. Yeah, it was right next to that place. <laughs> yeah, and we were talking about what you were eating. Yeah, we, we do that a lot. It's weird, but I love it. Um, but yeah, I remember I was reading a Sarah Dustin book that had just been published that year. We would talk about BAM, just everything really. And then we met for the first time. Our first friend date for real was at a Chili's. And it was like two months after that. Yeah, I think it was in December before your no, birthday. No, it was in November. Kind of December. It was November. I think it was Thanksgiving week. No, I need to check this. I think it was like November third or something like that i'm really bad at dates people okay i'm really bad it was it was at some point at the end of the year that we hung out again and i went to her birthday that year and we would eat a lot of frozen yogurt together and i mean our friendship really grew from there we made some of the same friend group um we lost some of the same friends we've been through a lot And I've met her family. She's met my family. I've been to her place in Georgia. She's been to my place here in San Juan. She's been to my work. She's given me a tour outside her work. Yeah, because you can get in. I've made her quesitos. She's made me lasagna. She celebrated my birthday. I have pictures of her all over my apartment. We have inside jokes and so many stories. But basically, I don't know why we never talked about how we became friends. Because like I said, it's the most fangirly way of becoming friends. We became friends because we're fangirls and we like the same things. And I know that's something we said, but... It was insane. It felt like I knew you forever. And I know that's also the case with our other friend, Oma. It's, it's insane the people you could meet through a fandom. Yeah. And not only that, like the fact that we're still, it's been almost five years. And I feel like I have known you my whole life. But at the same time, I feel like it hasn't been that long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, we were freaking out about the five yeah. years. Yeah. And the thing is, I met you. And I was busy when we met. After that, we kind of like, we didn't talk because we just talked about business, about what we needed to do for that event. And we talked the day of the event and that's it. But after that, we started talking again and we started getting to know each other. And you were really like a big support for me 
during those months before the surgery and after the surgery because you know I was so frustrated and I was so scared too. And this whole friendship helped me so much. And to this day, it's still, you know, like we're basically sisters, but at the same time, I, I well, sisters, but we call each other wifey. That's kind of wrong. Anyway. <laughs> we're so weird. Oh my God. Uh, but anyways, yes, we're best friends. We love each other. It's been a great five years and I vote that we cheers for five more years of more concerts, more obsessions, and more fangirling because I don't think we're ever going to stop. We're going to be like 65 and still fangirling over five souls. That's how our future looks. Hopefully we'll end up in the same nursery home as Cashton. Not hopefully. You know we're going to try to get in the same one. (laughs) We're so weird. Um, But yes, we're coming to an end, people. I know we've talked a lot. You'll get used to us talking a lot. I mean, I've gotten used to it and Jossie has. So let's finish things up strong with some more recommendations. It's my favorite section. And this time I have some, but I want to hear yours first. Tell me your recos. So today, I really didn't think I had any recommendations this week. But yesterday and today, I have been listening to uh, the Aces album again, like all day. And yeah, I was like... I need to recommend this. Like, people need to know about the Aces. So my recommendation for this week, one of them, is When My Heart Felt Volcanic by the Aces. The entire album is so good. They're so amazing. I remember the day we went through the album, like, listening to the album. Song by song, thinking we were going to make fun of them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to really talk a lot about it, about that story, because I want to have an episode where we talk about different bands and I want to talk about them because it was so weird the way we felt that day. But if you don't, if you're listening and you don't want to listen to, to a whole album, I would recommend specifically Last One, Waiting For You, and Volcanic Love. Those are three of my favorite songs. If not, like, well, I cannot say my favorite, like, ultimate favorite. Yeah, because I'll end up naming the entire album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're really cool, and we've seen them live twice. We saw them at Mystic Midtown, and we saw them at the opening act for Five Souls, and they were pretty awesome in both, and they were a lot of fun, and I'm glad we got to experience this together and see them on concert so soon. So for... Um, another recommendation. These two that I have, um, I only have three, so you know, I'm done with one. The next two, I heard them on the episode that was aired on March 28th of Grey's Anatomy. Um, I have to be honest and say that basically of my Chisam history, it's from Grey's Anatomy episodes. And these two songs were, for me, like, they made me cry so much with the scenes on the show. And I was, like, crying, but still, I need to just stand this because I want this song. I want to know which song is this and by who. So it's I Want by Richard Walters and Lust Without You by Freya Writings. I hope I'm saying those names right. These songs are like slow songs with 
meaningful lyrics and it's basically how Grey's Anatomy gets you because their soundtrack is so perfect for each episode. And these two songs made me cry so much. And I was so into them that I just sang them. After that, I forgot about them. And today I was like, hey, I listened to this last week and, well, over the weekend. And I can add that as a recommendation on the podcast. So go ahead, listen to them. Um, It's probably going to be on our new addition to the podcast, the uh, weekly recommendations playlist on Spotify. And we're going to share that on Instagram. Yes, and I love recommending new stuff to people, which is why I have a few recommendations myself. Looking for a song I wanted to recommend, um, I saw that Mariana's Trench released a new album. I don't know when they released it. It had to be recently because I listened to their music a lot and I hadn't seen anything new other than singles. And I haven't listened to it completely, but the song is called Phantoms. And you know, I'm a big fan of Mariana's Trench. I'm always talking about them. I use their music a lot to work out or get inspired to write. And the album includes a song I'm really obsessed with by them right now. It's called I Knew You When. And you should go listen to it. It's really fun to listen to. Um, another song is by Bright Eyes. It's called Lover I Don't Have to Love. Really, really liked it. And I have recommended it to a few friends. I don't think I recommended it to you, but I added it to some playlist already. And it's a really cool song. And this week, I haven't listened to a lot of music, but I'm really into audiobooks while I work. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. And I found What Happened to Goodbye by Sarah Dessen on YouTube, the entire audiobook. And that's basically what I've been listening to day and night. And I think I'm like six hours in. And I had forgotten how much I loved this book. It's insane. So if you ever want to listen to some audiobooks, check out Spotify has some really cool ones. And YouTube has some really cool ones too that are entirely free. And you don't need to subscribe to Audible or anything. So if you want to listen to some new books or we want to delve into some Sarah Dessen books, which I always recommend you should go check out all this jazz online. Yeah, I think there's a couple of audiobooks on YouTube. I listened to this lullaby. There's a few. I think that summer's also in there, Along for the Ride, This Lullaby, What Happened to Goodbye, Just Listen is also on there. There's a few, and I don't know if they're all there entirely. I don't remember enough of What Happened to Goodbye to know if, it's missing anything I think so far it's not like all the gist of it is there but even if you just want to give it a listen so far it's entirely there I haven't listened to all of them like for it of all of them or it entirely but I'm enjoying it it's hard to reread books or read a book nowadays because I'm so tired all the time so audiobooks is a good way and it's hard to find some that you don't have to pay like a subscription or something to get to listen to them so I think this is a good option for those of us who are a little broke this is also recommended by a listener they told us to like recommend more books and talk more about books so I'll try to recommend a book each week if you guys like that sort of thing I don't know I'll try not to make them all be like Sarah Dessen books I'll really try people I'll try yeah and we're probably gonna talk about Sarah 
soon because there's a new book that is gonna be released in a couple months yes so we'll probably talk about all this and we'll dedicate a special one because we're both sarah desmond fangirls and i mean of course we're fangirls we're obsessed about so many things and as you can tell we like to talk about a lot of the things we're obsessed about so check us out each week uh, if you want to check out the last podcast you can check them out in itunes spotify and soundcloud they're up there you can listen to for the first time or listen to them again you can follow us on instagram and facebook on obsessed millennials and keep giving us user requested stories tell us what you want to listen to more give us your song recommendations your series recommendations movie recommendations anything that you think we could be obsessed with and if we've already watched them maybe we'll fangirl about them together i mean that sounds really cool right yeah and anyway we're always fangirling about something yeah we're always fangirling and always talking more than we should so Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. I mean, listen, you know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening.